previously on Live at 605. You and I are the clean ones. We are. I'm the cleanest of them. Like, I might rap about my dick every once in a while. I had this awesome rap. Oh, okay. Something like, slice your ass, get a new piece of bacon, eat it while I'm at home on my staycation. <laughs> <laughs> John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Chilly, extremely chilly downtown Toronto. This is episode nine of ten, 10 of live at six oh five. Jesus. Sitting to my right, possibly your left, wow. is my forty percent <laughs> stakeholder in this podcast. My co-host John Mallon. I want to thank you for giving me forty percent, even though I'm the founder, CEO, creator, uh, person of. The beautiful Live at 605 podcast. Anyways. Yes, as you said, it is chilly. It has almost been extreme cold weather alert Toronto for like the past week and a half. It's definitely not as bad as Boston. No, well, Boston, they got their asses handed to them with snow everywhere. Yeah, like Marguerite posted some pictures of her and her husband Mark's house in Boston. And there is like what looks like 10 feet of snow outside their house. It's crazy. Like, if I was stuck in a big snowstorm, I couldn't leave my house, all I would do is probably listen to a podcast like Live at 605. <laughs> and I would just stay inside and be a hermit and just do all that kind of stuff. So that's hilarious. Because <laughs> I think that's almost akin to your lifestyle when you're not 10 feet deep in snow. And we've been active this weekend, though. Holy cow, I know. We have such like a random week of stories to tell you guys. Um, but if you want to get in contact with me, because some people actually. Super nice, added me to Instagram uh, this week, which is really lovely. Um, Some new followers. If you want to add me to Instagram or Twitter, you can get me at ValGomez23 and see some of the shenanigans from this past weekend, actually, too. Definitely, and you can holla at your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say shout out to the sex bot on Instagram. <laughs> like the picture of you, me, and Benjamin, I think. Creepy. And left a... A comment that said, I've, I've liked your three pictures now, like my videos. I'm like, Bleh. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm like, creepy sex spot. So I got zero new followers on Instagram. No legit ones. But lots of new followers on Twitter. I'm at over 300 now, whatever that That's means. That's huge. I'm hoping to one day get to 605 followers on Twitter. Uh-huh. And hopefully one day we'll get to 605 likes on Facebook.com slash live at 605. Ooh. So that's a good segue I just did there. <laughs> and what should they all be doing on the iTunes? iTunes, we'd love for you guys to leave a comment because that's how we maintain staying in a news and noteworthy position. So if you can write a good comment, a quick sentence, doesn't matter. We like any feedback is cool feedback. Yeah, now as you said, we got a lot to chit chat about today. And clearly people have been leaving comments, downloading, telling friends because I have a sponsor this week. Yeah. And um, maybe we have the same one unless you have your own separate one. No, I think our cool, cool scenario is the same scenario. So we had something crazy happen, and if you guys downloaded last week's episode after Tuesday, you may have found that I left us a promo at the start of the, the podcast, mm-hmm. which only advertise. We don't do any advertising. Like a lot of podcasts, they have actual sponsors where yeah, it's like, we- go to milk.com and buy milk or whatever it is. Yeah, we don't have real sponsors. We have fictitious stories. Not fictitious stories. Like no, yeah. real stories as fictitious sponsors. You know what's going to bug me for the next hour is we just 
threw back some popcorn and I have a kernel stuck in the back Ew, of my teeth. Ew, go floss. I, no. I don't want to see you picking your teeth. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Pause right it and floss. Through the power of editing and pausing, I've now flossed my teeth. Thank so, you. And that reminded me of something I almost forgot to talk about. I'll talk about later is my trip to the dentist. Okay. So we'll talk about later, that later on. But yeah, the sponsor this week, if you heard the promo at the end of la- or at the start of last week's podcast, is we actually got nominated for Best Toronto Podcast from the one and only fantastic lifestyle blog website, BlogTO. I know, which is a huge thing. Yeah, they're like, uh, I've, I've read them for years and years. They do everything, like lifestyle, entertainment, restaurant, dining. Like, they just blog about all the cool stuff coming out of Toronto to definitely check out. And we didn't actually know we were nominated. No, so when, what day was it? It was probably Wednesday morning we found mm-hmm. out, the day after last week's podcast. We got a message from our friend Alistair, mm-hmm. who's just like, Hey guys, don't know if you know, but Live at 605 got nominated from BlogTO as like one of Toronto's number one yeah. podcasts. So we actually know that by nature of like looking on Podomatic and stuff like that, we know that there's like hundreds of like thousands of Toronto podcasts, whether or mm. not they put out episodes as consistently as us, um, doesn't matter because we were actually picked out of like however many there are. We mm. were like part of a group of 15 on our short list. Yeah, and um, it's crazy. We were up there with some pretty big name like radio hosts like, like Humble and Fred, yeah. Todd Shapiro, mm-hmm. and a bunch of other really well-known like... Uh, Does the black guy who tips, is he on there? No, I think he's from Chicago. Oh! If uh, you're a hat, we're lucky the black guy who tips isn't on there because he <laughs> would probably smoke our asses. So the cool thing is, is that this contest ended yesterday. Yeah. And so there's like a pod forum or something happening at Ryerson. It's called Pod Camp. Pod Camp next weekend in Toronto. And John and I got tickets to go to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the weird thing was, was that uh, Rewind a week... <laughs> Two weeks ago on Wednesday, our other friend Miranda emailed me, and she's like, hey Val, this might be something you're interested in, why don't you go and lecture about podcasts at this pod camp at mm. Ryerson? And I was like, oh, that seems so like bizarre, like I don't know, I don't want to talk about why we do podcasts or how we do the podcast and stuff like that, like, I love giving presentations, but I'm just like, this seems weird and narcissistic, because it's yeah. like, what are you talking about for two hours, how John and I just talk to each other? We've clearly done, this is almost episode 80 of us talking I for know. two hours. So, but I thought it was weird, and then never to, to be spoken of again, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, Alistair, our other friend, finds this thing. So I feel like it's all coming full circle a little bit. Yeah. So now we are going to the pod camp. And I told Miranda, and I told her she should come if she wants. Yeah, I mean, hey, she's as much part of the podcast mm-hmm. as anyone else. I think she, she's tied with uh, Sean Bottyman Bottyman <laughs> yeah. for most guest appearances totally. on the podcast. She might even have outdone him by one or two. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy. So, yeah, we the crazy thing was you could only vote once. Like, I, I was hoping it would be one of those things where you could just hit vote, vote, vote. Yeah. I was ready to go ham and just, like, vote as I many times. I think it's times. by IP address, so different um, platforms can vote. Yeah, but thanks to everyone because we put it out on Facebook, Twitter, I put it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Thanks for people who just put up with me. And me. And, and you. You didn't do as much, but I was going to say, like, I I try to, especially, like, on my own Facebook page, like, the 605 page, I post mm-hmm. once or twice a day, like, not too much to flood people with. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, I know sometimes, like, it can get annoying if, like, on my personal page, I'm like, listen to the 605 every day, every Yeah, hour. but it, people know us, and, like, I think... It was really awesome. Like, as soon as you posted it on Facebook, you got, like, a lot of likes, and a lot of our friends 
said they voted and stuff like that. So it's really awesome. And, like, family support is just, like, your dad's been great, my brothers and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's been really awesome. So we don't know who won, but without having any marketing or real advertising behind us, yeah. kind of stoked that we made the shortlist. Yeah, I'm just amazed that, like, if anyone, whoever nominated us or put us on there, whether it's blog, TO, a fan, just, mm-hmm. like, thanks for helping get spread the word. Because all, all we say is you don't necessarily have mm-hmm. to hit our PayPal account. It helps. Mm-hmm. But if you just tell people about the podcast, it just makes things easier. You know what I thought of? What's that? If we go to this pod camp thing on Sunday, that mm-hmm. might be where we actually meet somebody who knows us. Maybe. That'd be cool. <laughs> right? so. yeah, I won't be hard to miss. if uh, We'll be there. I'll most likely be wearing a Live at 605 t-shirt. Oh, I was going to wear what we're wearing in the cover art. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're going to wear your hat as well? Hells yeah. It's yeah. freezing outside. That's true. <laughs> But uh, yeah, now I'll wear my baker's hat. Yeah, I like to just shout out to everyone who downloaded, like you said earlier, especially uh, Pops Malin, Mm -hmm. who I emailed him the info, and like within 10 minutes of him getting the email, he called me being like, I'm gonna send this to everyone at work. I'm telling your sister, I'm gonna tell your sister to tell her friends, I'm gonna call relatives. (laughs) He's like, I'll uh, rent signage out at the Canadian Tire Center and just all this kind of stuff. So he was definitely a big part of helping out. He's our like PR. Oh, yeah, he's the PR of like uh, Ottawa out there. I love that you regionalized him. <laughs> you can't just be all PR. Yeah. <laughs> really. So that that was awesome. And yeah, like you said, I don't think we'll win just because mm-hmm. there's some really, really like big people who have like a way big bigger following. Mm-hmm. But it's cool that we got nominated. Yeah. And we never know. We'll see. I mean, if we crack the top 10, I'd be happy. Speaking of parents, this funniest thing happened yesterday. Oh, God. So it was so adorable. So my mom is like, oh, my Uncle Peter, I think we've mentioned this before, listened to the podcast, and he listened to the one we recorded in Paris about yeah. being in London when we met up with um, my grandmother and my aunts and uncles, and or uncle, and then um, my cousin Hannah and so my mom's like, oh, my God, my Uncle Peter's listened to this. He, she's like, I want to listen to these podcasts. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, John's dad listens, like, really frequently. So I'm like, we just have to find a podcast that's suitable for your Pleasantville lifestyle and ears. Okay, no dirty language. No dirty language or anything. Even though we don't talk dirty stories. We don't, we don't tell. I have the mouth of a sailor, but my mom true. and dad know that. And I rap about my dick, which yeah. I haven't even done this which season. Which, I remember once my mom wanted to watch your video of you, HHK, and it was like the dirtiest performance. It was Ain't No Fun by Snoop Dogg, and one of the lyrics is... When I met you last night, baby, <laughs> before you opened up your gap. <laughs> See, but my mom would probably think that's like, I don't even know, like the yeah. store, the gap. <laughs> but then the, then the P words dropped a bunch of times. But and... my mom wouldn't even like, and I think this is what happened yesterday. Oh, so God. she's like, I want to hear the London episode. And so like John and I had to leave to take <laughs> the car back to Toronto. And we're like, oh, okay, yeah. So I was like. John, you go and figure out the podcast on my mom's iPad. I have to help my dad figure out his voicemail on his, like, new cell phone. Yeah. So we're both, like, tag-teaming this technology for my parents. You download the episode, and my mom's like, oh, I want to hear it. So we're, like, preview playing it, but it's still downloading. Yeah. So I have the episode on my phone, and we get to the previously on, and both of us never rescreen the episode. So the first sentence on the podcast is... What what is it? I want to, I'll play yeah, it. Put it on because yeah, I remember just being like, oh, you're gonna play this for your mom. I'm like that episode. I remember it's just us telling stories about 
our Europe trip. I'm like, oh, let's find yeah, it's totally too. cool. But then I'm like, shit, meanwhile, it's the first episode of the season. I'm trying. To, I'm like, usually the previous season is something dirty or crazy or just like. <laughs> so I'm like, I hope even if it is like foul language, I hope it's just not me saying anything bad. Yeah. So here's a here's an oldie but a goodie recap of what the uh, previously on was from from London to Paris. This is your mom's introduction. Previously on Live at Six Hundred Five. Open this week. I don't write on your. You your better leg. not. I've the last two weeks. I've accidentally written all over your legs. Didn't. And you scratched me. I didn't scratch you. Well, you caused severe trauma to my left testicle, so I got... (laughs) John and Val Gomez. You just wanted to get your name in there. So your mother's introduction is me riding on your legs and, like, beating you up, apparently, and then you causing trauma to my nuts. So, and then the best part is, like, my dad's facing us, my mom's sitting beside me. I'm like, wow, this scenario is amazing. So then we booked it out of there. Yeah, we're kind of jumping ahead. I guess we should go in, like, chronological order of mm-hmm. stuff. But this was a bit of a, a random, crazy week again. Yeah. Uh, did you... Let's start with you. Did you go back and do any more yogi? Oh, you're my a big God. Yogi yeah, now, now I'm a big yogi, guys. Like, I am hardcore. I don't think you told them about, like, your advanced class, did you? No, because I was on Thursday, Thursday I yeah. think. Um, so, basically, I went back to do yoga... On Wednesday, and then I did another two classes on Thursday, which may have been my mistake. So when I tend to, like, get buy into things, I tend to go, like, a pro star and be like, hey, I'm all for this. And, like, it does feel really good being able to do yoga, like, every day consistently again. So I go to this first class at, like, um, in the afternoon, and it was, like, it was fine. It was really chill. And everything, and I'm like, okay, I'm a little warm. I'm a little warm. Mm. And I read the calendar because we have a schedule breakdown of like what comes up every day for like per hour or whatever. Yeah. And so I was like, ah, screw it. I'm gonna go to this other class. And so I get into it, and it doesn't say like they do levels of class. You can do like reduced heat level one, reduced heat level two yoga. Mm. And I've never actually done hot yoga before. This class was like the friggin' like, all-star game of yoga classes that I clearly didn't belong in at all. Like, I was, like... Oh, the, come on. No, 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 no. I was, like, one, I'm not the most coordinated person. Like, it's amazing <laughs> I know how to play instruments, but it's just, like... You're, you're the most I, coordi- You're the most uncoordinated, coordinated person. It's so weird. Like, if you had to, like, be, like, a choreographer in front of me, and this is basically what it was, because it felt like a dance class. It's, like, I get in... There's this beautiful angelic blonde lady with this like uh, like immaculate fishtail braid, like long cascading hair in front of me, and she's teaching the class. And again, she's with her somber voice mm-hmm. that's so tranquil and like luxurious and whatnot. And so I'm at the back of the class now, finally, thank God. Yeah. And so I put down my mat, put down like my water bottle, take off my watch, and everyone's like chilling out, like dead on the floor. This woman comes in, and she starts off slow. This is how they get you, people. She starts off slow. She's like, okay, everyone downward, upward dog, now downward dog, right? And she's like, roll to your side for plank. I like and this so, voice. It's a new character so, you have. And so it's so chill, so excited. And then all of a sudden, she like freaking picks up the pace, and she's like, stand on your ankle, blah, 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 put your arm out in the air, put your arm on the floor, downward plank, upward <laughs> plank, side plank, balance like midair. Like, there was one point I was probably fucking airborne. Like, there were no limbs touching the fucking ground. I was, like, sweating as this, like, friggin', like, skating woman is, like, slithering around the damn dance floor. 
And so, like, I'm falling over, and I'm sweating so much at yeah. this point. So I didn't realize it. I was in a power hot level two Yancini class Jeez, or something. Who is Yancini? I have no idea. Clearly, I'm pronouncing all these things wrong. But yeah. what we need to know is that it was 37 degrees in the oh, room. A balmy 37 degrees. A balmy 37 degrees. I, in regular, like, fucking minus 16, don't handle that temperature well. Yeah. I will sweat. And so this was, like, a day in the damn desert. <laughs> and so I'm standing, and I'm trying to do all these moves, and I'm, like, about to, like, I felt like I was going to have a heart attack. It was so... Well, that's not good. No, it's so intense. And you're not allowed to leave. So you know when you're, like, you're not wearing a watch, and because <laughs> yoga people want to be, like, all calm and meditating, they don't have fucking clocks anywhere. That's so I have no actual concept of how much time has elapsed. So I look at this girl beside me who I almost take out, and I try to laugh it off like I'm fucking flailing all over the place. She does not entertain my laughter. So then all of a sudden, the class ends, and I'm like, thank God. I go to the change room, and I was like, I just want to get out of there. I felt like I was just, like, pick last in gym class. So this girl who's like, like, I could eclipse her, she comes up beside me in the change room, and she's like, oh, uh... So she's like, that is the biggest floor mat I've ever seen. <laughs> bitch. And, I, and I was like, bitch, please get away from me. And yeah. I was like, oh, it's my boyfriend. So I was like, it's pretty awesome. It's a manly mat. I was like, yeah, he uses it for wrestling yoga. Actually, I used it when two years ago for Halloween, I was Justin Hawkins of the Darkness, and I had to show my tummy. So I was like, I'm going to work out on here. And, and to be I'm... extra manly, he called it a tummy. <laughs> I know. My <laughs> tummy. So, though, so then she's just like talking. She's like, so this was like your first class? I'm like, what? Bitch, please. <laughs> Bitch, please. I was like, how did you get, how did you get from my like fucking immaculate portrayal of yoga. Yeah. And so I was just like, oh, you know, it's like my fourth class, but I didn't know it was like an intense like power to one. And she's like, oh yeah, I just signed up for this. And I was like, listen, lady. I'm like, she was really nice, but I was <laughs> like, this is about the last place I want to start talking to people. Like, Maybe she was hitting on you. No, ew. This is, okay, which will fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. We also started going back to the gym this week and yeah. I have a really big thing about going into female locker rooms in general. You'd rather go to the guys' locker room? No, I'd rather you just just go and take all my shit to the guy's locker room. <laughs> so either way, it was like, like I was so proud of myself that I did that yoga class. But then the next day I woke up and I'm like, I couldn't even sit up. My fucking wow. ribcage was killing. It hurt to breathe. Every part of me was like in pain. And I'm just like, it It was It was like a cross between being amazing feeling and then it was, like, yeah. the worst feeling possible. It was, like, Norwalk minus the puking. Jesus. That's how bad wow. my back hurt. Oh, that's intense, <laughs> yeah. then. Well, that's a little crazy. <laughs> um, I am trying to convince you to come with me. Yeah, but I'm not a yoga... Like, I can't do yoga... First of all, I can't do yoga with you because we did Diamond Dallas Page Yoga, DDP, and we we, we didn't do it with a straight face. We had one mat, so, like, I'm on my knees. We well, I can get have, a mat. Yeah, but at the same time, yoga... I don't need to, like, center my core or, like, feel... I don't, I don't need to do that kind of thing. I'd rather just do what we did today, which we can talk about later on. Yeah. Hey-o. hey And uh, I'd rather just, like, get a good sweat on at the gym or something like that. hmm But... So you're doing that. I'll tell you two quick stories. One story and then one thing I, I definitely wanted to mention. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to tell these stories, but I have a subway story. Whoa. I'll get it done and over with in, like, two, two okay. minutes or something Hold like on. that. Hold on. You're going to time it? Time it. it. Okay. Do, so, do, do. so, you all know I love Subway. Wait! <laughs> I'm trying to jump you. And three, two, one. 
So you, you all know that I love Subway, and usually the one by my work, they're always so great to me. They know me by uh, my order. They call me sir. They're always like joking around. Mm -hmm. I want a free cookie. One free cookie. We I, all know this. John's a cheap person. Not, not cheap. It's just gratification or gratifying me. <laughs> or what am I trying to say? That's so weird. Respect me or no, I don't know. Anyways, you're cutting into my time here. I'm really not. Jesus. <laughs> so I do my typical thing. And there's one lady who's been there for a while who knows me like super well. She's the one who trains people. She's like, oh, it's one of our regular customers. Treat them nice, this, that, and that. Mm -hmm. So I go and pay. And usually mine is like, my price fluctuates if they depending if they know if I got roast beef or not. Mm -hmm. And so the lady punches. Could you always get roast beef? I mean, beef? if I get bacon or not. Okay. So <laughs> it's the, like a bacon sandwich sounds <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> so, so the lady punches me in who knows me pretty well. She's like, roast beef? I was like, yeah. And she's like, okay. And they, they already got my combo. I didn't even yeah. have to ask for it. So she pushed me in. She's like, okay. Uh, One minute. She's, oh, I'll be done in like 40 seconds. She's like, okay, that's uh, $11. I'm like, great, debit, please. And then the lady, he's always super nice to me, treats me well. She's like, no, he also got bacon. And the lady's like, oh, yeah, I forgot an extra 75 cents or whatever it was. Whoa. So I'm like, can't you just give me this one? Like, come on, you know, I, I, I'll so be here. So you wanted the free cookie, but they wouldn't even give you the free They wouldn't bacon. even give me like the sans bacon bacon. It's Sans. <laughs> sans Furman. Yeah. That's it. That's my bacon story. One thirty one forty one. See, I told you. That's pretty good. That's good. And then, Do we, can we tell the story about the humidifier, which we also thought we should get for free? Yeah. Can I just tell you my one other story? Yep. And then you we have thirty more seconds. Go. And so walking home, I was thinking of a wrap because I like to freestyle in my head. Yeah. And when I got home, I told you I had a, a six oh five wrap, yeah. and you liked it so much. I'm gonna say it now. Did I say I liked it so much? You said you loved that shit. You know, I got fourteen. I, I guarantee you, I did not say I loved that shit. Okay, I got ten Go. seconds. Live at six oh five. Back up in your face. Smack your fat ass. Cause I'm all about that base. <laughs> Five, four, three, two. One. Boo! See? <laughs> That's a good rap. That's awesome. So, okay. <laughs> I don't know if people know this about me, but, like, in real life, I have the most sensitive skin. And when it's cold outside, I am the fucking itchiest skin. Like, yeah. there is not enough moisturizer I can put on my legs and on my arms and on my face. So, this year... You're, yeah, your you're sensitive skin, it cried at the end of my girl. It, it's very <laughs> sensitive. So, basically... It was, like, usually because we're so ghetto, and, like, my mom told me this old fable where if you put a bucket of water on the floor, mm. it works as, like, a dehumidifier or humidifier, I guess. And puts, a hobo's humidifier. Yeah. And so in my old apartments, I would do that in, my, like, my bedroom. And so this year, now that I have a little bit more money, uh, I was like, oh, John, because our bedroom is so much it's bigger. It's so big. It's a it's, giant it's bedroom. It's a giant it's bedroom. Really it big. really is the size of my entire old apartment. It actually is a big bedroom. <laughs> right? And so I was like, let's just go buy a humidifier. So back in December... I yeah. bought a humidifier. We bought one together. No, I never charged you for it. What? No. Why not? Because I wouldn't. Because I know you don't need this shit. Well, anyway, that's you why made I your let money you back. exactly. That's why I let you pay for this whole one. And I told you I was going to pay for this whole. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't let you if I didn't pay for the whole one last time. So either way, we got this Homedex. Um, like, oh, is that why you call it the homie? Yeah. Oh. You're so stupid. And so I was like, oh, yeah, let's go to Bed Bath & Beyond. Because our friend Z bought one for the office, for him and Matt's office. And so we got a bigger version of the homie that they have. 
And it works great because it oscillates and everything. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Like a week ago, I guess. Yeah. A week ago, John, I like come home. Well, John looks so sad. You had school. It's Wednesday night. Wednesday night, I do things right. I like to make you dinner. <laughs> uh, I, I actually made dinner that night. Did you? Yeah, I made stew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> John likes to do had, some things right. <laughs> I had one. Jo- I had one thing to do that night, and that was f- fill the dehumidifier. Humidifier. Humidifier. Mm-hmm. Hu- uh, yeah, anything. I fill that damn thing up. It gets so heavy. And I put it in a bathtub because I used to wash my dishes in a bathtub. So I'm like, why not fill the, the humidifier? so ghetto. And I'm like, I had one job. Uh, so I fill it up. And it gets so heavy. And I think I was tired because I was like, I was malnourished. Oh, wow. I malnourished. Cannot, I can't even talk today. Anyway, I dropped the thing in the bathtub. And it cracked. It cracked. And basically water was shooting at the bottom like like a busted up boat. Mm-hmm. And I tried everything. Like I tried to hammer it down. I tried to like squeeze it together. And then it just it just kept shooting water out. So I was like, God damn it. I just felt bad. So I came home, and it's like, John looks so sad pants. And I was like, what happened? And he, he's like, so I have some bad news. And I'm like literally running my brain being like, is your family okay? Is my family okay? Are we getting like evicted? Like, I don't even know what could this be. And he's like, oh, I broke the humidifier. And I was like, oh, that's okay. I was like, let's see if we can fix it. And then I was like, are you okay? Like, did you cut yourself? Because it's glass. And so then he's fine. We go to fucking Bed Bath & Beyond. Is our homie not sold out? It's we, sold out. We then go to the one in Mississauga yesterday on the way to my parents' house. And that one is sold out too. But this, like, um, customer service lady who's, like, telling us about her frostbite. I know. For, like, ten minutes. But I'm like, bitch, please. You're wearing a t-shirt right beside the door. And I don't even understand what her story was about. Well, it's funny. She was, like, putting in our information because we ended up ordering a new one because we couldn't get mm. any in stock. And she goes, okay, what's your uh, address? What's your email? And I told her, I'm like, I have a hot, I have a couple different emails. Yeah. Live at 605 at gmail.com if you want to email us. Mm. But my personal ones, I just have a hotmail hot just because whatever. I, I just, everyone emails me there. I also don't care because uh, Gmail's great, hot, whatever. Anyways, mm-hmm. when I told her my hotmail account, I thought she started laughing at me. But it turned out that's when the wind hit her. Oh, yeah, So I was yeah, like, yeah. please, what are you making fun of I my know, I thought she was, I was like, he's not 16. Yeah. And so, anyway, she gives us, like, the receipt for the homie, and she's like, okay, because it's not in store right now, we'll waive the delivery or something. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, awesome. Then she gives us this, like, paper and, like, walks away. Yeah. So we're just both staring at each other, and this, like, humidifier <laughs> wasn't cheap. No. Like, it was, like, with tax, it came to, like, a little over 100. Yeah. And so we're, like... Okay, and I think you and I could c- communicate through thought, and yeah. so we're like, let's go. <laughs> we both just tried walking out of there. <laughs> and so we're just like, and then somebody's like, oh no, you need to pay for that. <laughs> yeah, so the guy's just like, no, you gotta pay for it. I'm like, well, no one told us this. Yeah, like, and it's like, we it could have literally been like, we'll get it shipped to your house and you pay for it that's there. What I, that, that's what I was going to justify if they were yeah. going to slap the cuffs on me for walking out of there. Uh, so then we ended up paying for it. We don't condone shoplifting. No, no, obviously not. But I'm like, oh, because the lady's like, oh, if it comes in, it's broken, or you have any problems, just return it to us. And yeah. No problems. I'm like, you know what we could have done? It's, I don't know. Should I tell any of the criminals out there what we could have done? Uh, I was not it. part of this plot. Go. I was just like, since ours is broke, like, there's no, cons- like, what I was going to say is when we got the new box, I could just switch out the broken humidifier glass part with yeah. the new one yeah. and just take it to the store and be like, oh, it's busted. And then we have the <laughs> new piece and be like, oh, can we get our $100 back? But we're not going to do that. No, no, we are not. But that is something that they would do on like Garden State because that's, <laughs> that was something like to, 
Ooh, that reminds me, we gotta talk about the slap later. I have it, don't worry. Okay. Um, so, so how was your week, though? My week was good. Uh, I had a dentist appointment on this past Friday. Mm-hmm. And now, you and I are in a battle to see who has the longest cavity-free smile in the, mm-hmm. the house, right? Yeah. You've been going on 30 plus years. Yeah. And I'm about to... <laughs> don't make me sound like I'm, like, <laughs> fucking 39. I've been going on 30 years. I don't think I had teeth when I was born. <laughs> so... No, I'm about to go on 30-plus years, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. So I've been cavity-free for 29, mm-hmm. uh, 29 years. Mm-hmm. And I had the dentist, so I went in there Friday morning. Mm-hmm. And it's freezing... Like, it was probably the coldest day of the winter so far. And it's so cold yeah. that my nostril hair was, like, freezing was freezing up. Yeah. I'm like, this is some bullshit. But I get there, and the dental hygienist who helps me comes out looking like the hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> and she's like, oh, John, I'll take you now. And she's, like, all hunched over and, like, crawling pretty much. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, are you okay? She's like, oh, I threw my back out yesterday. Oh. And I was like, uh, should you be here? She's like, oh, no, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. So I'm like, that was kind of weird. But she, she did a pretty good job. She didn't, like, scratch or poke my gums too much. Which is always the worst because I floss all the time and like John only flosses like two weeks ten before. minutes. Yeah, right. I don't even <laughs> think he does it two weeks consistently. I floss twice every day and the woman's like, You're not flossing deep enough. You're not yeah. like you're gonna get gum disease. And it's like, <laughs> fuck you. Maybe yeah. I want gum disease. <laughs> but anyways, they, I like going to the dentist because they always tell me like I'm in the top two percent of well maintained mm-hmm. teeth. My teeth are beautiful, they can win modeling mm-hmm. uh, contests. Do they really say that? Uh, uh, maybe they've never said the modeling contest. They said my teeth could be sold for upwards of 500K, which is pretty Did cool. Did they? I remember once when I was younger, the dentist was like, I should take a mold of your mouth and of your lips to sell as a mold for other people who want dentures or like Botox in their lips. I was going to say, the fact, the teeth part's fine, but the thing he mentioned in the lips is it makes me think he was a creep and he wanted to turn your mouth into, like, a sex mouth toy. Ew! <laughs> no! Like I was, like, 14! Even all the creepier. Ew! So, okay, I'll take that one back. Next story, please. But anyways, I had no cat. Ooh, I almost wrote on you with my Good pen. Good problem. Uh, I had no cavities. I said my teeth are the tits, which is great. Mm-hmm. And um, that was that experience. Um, I'm trying to think. Do you want to get into Friday night? Or no, I, could... I want to tell about some of my stuff. Yeah, we'll keep going. So on Wednesday afternoon, I believe, I met up with one Sean Bativan. Okay. And so every week we've done like a domestic hang um, when he's been off and I've been off. And so this week he was like, hey, do you want to meet up for lunch? And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I'm going to go to yoga. So it was the same day as the yoga rally. And so... um. I was like, what do you feel like? And sometimes you, you never know because I was like, I am up for u- usual things. I don't eat sushi anymore, but no. I'd be up for like sandwiches oh. and like burgers, like doesn't matter. So he's like, oh, I feel like a good sandwich. Here's the loose one. You never know what type of sandwich Sean might feel like. Okay. Because I'm like, I want like a hearty like Reggie's sandwich. For sure. And Reggie's was our favorite establishment. For those of you listening in Toronto, Reggie's was this awesome sandwich place that was 24-hour um, near King and Portland area. And John and I used to go there on weekends. We'd walk from, like, our apartment when I was living in my house in the West End. I used to walk there because it was, like, a 10-second walk from my house. Best sandwiches, best fries ever. Yeah. And it was this, like, 
old Irish dude who we think got deported. I think so. Because I was saying to Sean, there was one day when you and I were there, and the like the owner slash chef just took off on us. Yeah, he's like, oh, do you mind if I just leave you guys here for a bit? Yeah, he's like, like, just watch the restaurant. We're like, what? Uh, okay. <laughs> so then, needless to say, I think like a week after that occurrence, the place closed down. So ever since, we've been trying to find a really great sandwich shop, and I have tried to look some up, but we've never ventured off to any of them. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden, this past week... Um, with Sean, it came about. So I was like, oh, why don't we try this place called Sky Blue Sky up in the Annex? And so... Was it founded by Jeff Wilco? Yeah. Of Wilco fame? That's what I was saying, Jeff like, Tweedy. I was like, no, no, it was founded by Jeff Tweedy. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to this place. I actually didn't even put the connection together till mm. we got there. Oh, really? Because the website gives no inclination that would be anything related to the band Wilco. Is it related to Wilco? Yeah, it's a oh. Wilco. So it is a Wilco place. Yeah, and so, but the website didn't look anything Wilco-oriented. Weird. So, for those of you guys who don't know, Wilco is this band from, like, the 90s, I guess. Yeah. But they they do stuff now, and it's, the lead singer's name is Jeff Tweedy. It's kind of like an acoustic, not acoustic, but like a... Con- uh, uh, it's just, like, it's alternative, It's folky. alternative, folky. They're really good in the fall. Jeff Tweedy was the band of the week, probably the, somewhere close to the start of this mm-hmm. season. So check back in the uh, iTunes description, maybe episode two or three this season. So they have, like, a lot of great albums, a lot of amazing songs. We've seen them in concert now, I think, twice. Yeah. Um. So they have True. Sky Blue Sky is actually a name of one of their albums. My favorite album by them. See, my favorite album, because that was the one with Impossible Germany on yeah. it, right? Um, my favorite album by them, check them out is Yankee Foxtrot Hotel. Mm -hmm. And so Sean and I both go and meet there, and it's this kind of, like, hole in the ground, which is great because that was, like, very similar to Reggie's. And so we get in there, and it's, like, two hipsters. And we're kind of, like, looking around, and the thing is, none of the stuff was overtly Wilco-esque, right? But it was a Wilco place. Yeah, and so they had, like, Wilco posters on the wall, but they weren't Wilco the band. It was just, like, an homage to Wilco, Right? So they had, like, Wonder Bread, but they had Wilco as the logo instead. Because okay. of the, like, they, they make their own bread, too. Needless to say, the sandwich place was amazing, and it had Coke in a glass bottle, which mm. is, like, already, like, ten steps ahead of the game kind of thing. So it was, like, really, really good. Sean and I had two awesome sandwiches. They didn't play any Wilco music, but they played really good music while we were there. Um, but, yeah, it was, like, really, really nice, and it was nice to kick it in the annex and walk all the way home from here. So that's yeah. another 45-minute walk, which was the same day I had to do an assignment for school. Oh, and so, yeah, it's like... Which like, is why I was home. And so I was like, ah! Yeah, I was like, I knew you had to do this big assignment that was due that night. And I then, hadn't even started And yet. then it's like 3.30 or something. I'm like, I'll text you or something. I'm like, how's it going? You're like, oh, I'm just about to start my assignment. I'm like, you gotta go to class <laughs> in like two hours. So I'm never one of those people. Like, I work on assignments, like, like the minute they're assigned, essentially. Um, so that was okay, but it was really, really nice. So it was a really cute um, place. So if you guys are ever in Toronto and you need some good sandwiches with like homemade bread, um, go to Sky Blue Sky. It's at Bathurst and Bloor. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, that sounds like a. a it was fun. a really fun day. That's I like good. hanging out and like Sean and I are really good for like let's go grab a coffee next. Like we both very much are like it's almost like siesta hour where like we <laughs> ate and now we must drink. <laughs> that's so. true. And that's not where the Bati Man stories end either. No. So I think probably you can fast forward to Friday by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was going to say, uh, I've been looking for, there's been a name, I've wanted to call an episode this name for a while. What? So everyone obviously knows who Drake is, this rapper. Mm-hmm. And I think 
I like Drake. He's not my favorite, but I still like his music. Yeah. I like that he really just like represents Toronto really hard. Yeah. The one thing I hate though is he calls Toronto the six. Yeah. Because I'm like... Do I, you know, and is it because of the Toronto area, area code is 416? I think so. Because a lot of times rappers refer to like their area codes as like their city and stuff. So yeah. I'm like, are you calling it the six because you have a 647 area code? Because that's not cool. You got to have a 416 area code. That's what I got. No, I have a 647. <laughs> I know. Fuck you. But uh, anyways, Thursday, Thursday night he put out a brand new mixtape called If You're Reading This, It's Too Late. So I got it, listened to it. It's actually pretty good for like a mixtape. Mm-hmm. But he calls himself the Six God. Okay. But he spells it like the number six, yeah. I, X, and then God. So Six God. Right. I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to call us an episode Six God. Yeah. Just because it's funny. And now I'm like, there's never been a chance until now. And now you got it. But I was going to say, um, we're not going to do the game where I read Thinker or Stinker. Mm-hmm. But I put one funny Facebook post on the uh, Facebook page. And I pretended that Drake wrote it. <laughs> so can I just read it? And I put, yeah, a, I put a picture of like... It's been a Drake heavy week on social media for me. Okay. If you go to our Facebook page, um, facebook.com slash live605, Drake's new album cover basically is just written out, says, if you're reading this, it's too late in, like, weird font. Okay. And there's a website where you can, like, match his font and his album cover. Okay. So I wrote live at 605, download on iTunes in, like, the, the, uh, font. the font. But here's what I wrote as Drake, and I put a funny picture of Drake. So I said, hold up. Before you find Ting's download my new mixtape, <laughs> make sure y'all vote for Live 6 to 5 as Toronto's best Val, as Toronto's best podcast. Val and John are the original six gods. I Take like how initially Drake. at the beginning of it you had swag and then you lost it halfway through. How did I lose it? You stopped, you got monotone. Oh, am I reading it? Mm-hmm. It's because I was all, I was all uh, conscientious of how I said Ting's. He said, he called, do you know what Ting's are? Things? You find Ting. You will find Ting. Oh, okay. So not things? Girl? It's, yeah, it's a hot chick. Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyways, now we can call this episode Six Gods. Yeah. So that's all I wanted to mention about Drake. <laughs> that's, all, <laughs> that's all I had. That's so stupid. No. What do you what So do you think, what else then? happened? So this weekend was also um, for those lovebirds um, oh. and on on Territonians, I guess. Yeah. Right? Um, it's Valentine's Day happened this weekend, and it's also in Ontario and in BC. In Canada, it's also Family Day weekend, um, which was a holiday they made up, like, the government made, like, <laughs> yeah. 40 years ago, I think, maybe? Yeah. Or three years ago? I'm not quite sure. I'd rather celebrate Family Matters Day, like the show <laughs> Family Matters and Family Day. Eric Winslow. Yeah, right? Steve Urkel. Uh, so that was like... Did it, Did we all hate that little kid, Richie, though? Fuck that kid, no. right? Richie with Rachel's little, kid? Yeah, the Jerry no. Curl? Fuck that kid. No. He was the most annoying person ever, possibly on TV, yeah. Oh, it was on your phone. I was like, I can't find the name of the bar we went to. Oh, um, yeah, I'll find it. So basically, John and I aren't really big into Valentine's Day. I know there's girls, and I'm definitely, like, let it be known, I'm definitely not one of those girls who's just like, I say I don't like Valentine's Day, but in real life, I want you to buy me, like, 14 Tiffany necklaces, yeah. 10 tiaras, and, like, a 20 roses or something. I am genuinely not that girl. I would rather John and I spend our money, like, going on a communal trip somewhere, wherever, yeah. right? Or, like, buying records and everything. Um, so this year, much like most years, like, you're really good because you'll get me, like, a box of cookies that I like. Yeah. But John's also really good because he doesn't need a holiday to, to like, get do stuff for me it's like i think you and i are really good with like 
any day in the year where we think it's just like this other person needs support yeah. or like, oh, I want to buy this gift because I think you'd enjoy it or like you're sick or something. We'll so, just do nice gestures yeah. for each other. Instead of Hallmark telling me to get you something, how about the day when you're really sick at home? I get you a care package of orange juice, Pepto-Bismol, <laughs> and Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Right? So that was awesome. And yeah. so basically we didn't really have any real plans, but I knew I wanted to say suggest going to Boston Pizza oh. because we haven't gone to Boston Pizza oh. since June last oh. year. Yeah. And so I felt Poopsies. bad because it was hijacked from your birthday. <laughs> and so we knew that... Um, like, everyone kind of had some loose plans this Valentine's Day weekend, but yeah. Sean Batiman yeah. actually called us up and asked what we were doing on Friday night, and we didn't have any real plans. No. So we were like, oh, okay, why don't you come over and we'll all go out for dinner or something. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up going to get, like, 12 beers for us, and then Sean brought some, and he came over. Yeah. I think we had, like, six at our house. Yeah, I had one because of last week when I had six beers and I was hungover for four <laughs> days. So I'm just going to take it easy tonight. So um, I had to. Sean had to. Yeah. And so then we're, like, shooting the shit. It was really nice. Then we went out to have burgers because I wanted to show you this burger place near this post-audio facility we go to mm-hmm. um, at, like, Sherborne and Adelaide called... Um, South, Street South Street Burger, Burger, and it has like John's other favorite thing is New York fries. Yeah. We sound like we are like just like ghetto diners, but in real life, John and I go to like extravagant restaurants other yeah. times during the year. Apparently, on Valentine's Day is not the time we want to do these things. For sure. So we went to South Street Burger and got like burgers and fries, and then from there we went to this other bar. <laughs> do you have your phone or the camera? What it's called? I do, but I don't think we know what it's called. No, it's on the picture I took. Is it? Yeah, Pacific Junction Hotel. Okay. So, uh, sorry, I was just going to say, I actually, I like the uh, South Street Burger a lot. Mm-hmm. I just wish I got more fries for New York fries. Yeah. I mean, don't don't tease me with these fries. Don't just tickle <laughs> my balls. Like, t- give me the fries, you know? So, John was a little, a little upset. It was a little cold. If he had more fries, he clearly would have been warmer, right? Way too cold out there. Way too there. cold. And so, I, I was suggesting, like, why don't we go to, like, um, Betty's, which is, like, this dive oh, bar. Oh, Brown Betty. It's a really, it's a really cool bar. Like in the summertime, it's actually really nice in there the too. Do, 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 do. In the summertime, in the summertime, when 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 the Wow. Yeah, by who? By, like, Bob Fellman or something like that? Who's Bob Fellman? So, anyway, while John's looking up the real artist behind Summertime, um, what you call it? Your dad's probably, like, rolling in his grave. Not even in his his chair at work or on the way to work right now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Who is it? Oh, uh, I don't have it. Uh, I'll look it up. (laughs) Tell him about the bar. So what was it called? Jump, 21 Jump Street Hotel we went no, to? No, Pacific Junction Hotel. Mungo Jungo. Mungo Jungo? That yeah. sounds oh, sorry. extremely Mungo, racist. Mungo Jerry. Mungo Jerry sings yeah. it actually. In the summertime. Whoa, you would totally want to be in this band. Oh, that is cool. The very best of Mungo Jerry? Yeah. Can we just play a bit of it? Yeah. Oh, oops, am I downloading it? Oh, don't download it. Hold on. No, I don't think you're downloading it. I think you just have to hit play. Yeah? I don't sure. know. Uh, I can put it on my phone. 
Um, Mungo Jerry, eh? I want to see what their second biggest hit is. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the bar... We... It's really that one. Everything else has one bar. Does it? Okay, here mm-hmm. it is. You ready? I'll give you 20 bucks if you can give me the next lyric after In the Summertime. Ready? You got nothing, do you? That's not even... You said after In the Summertime. <laughs> and this is his second biggest song is... Now it's all In the Summertime, a different... Okay, this is his next one. It's called Mighty Man, his next most popular song. <laughs> Any song that utilizes a kazoo is like the best thing ever. That's true. And just to contrast, because as good as Mungo Jerry is, if we can put Shaggy's in the summertime in for two seconds. Compare and contrast, really. Yeah, the very best of Shaggy I have here on my phone. Uh, you should get Mungo Jungo instead. Here it is. This is his. Much better. You've heard his version, right? Shaggy? Probably. It's actually the chorus in the summertime. Yeah. Oh, I can't hit it with my finger on here. So let's just enjoy Shaggy. No, I do not want to listen to this song. Okay, keep going. So basically, we go, Sean's like, okay, instead of going to Betty's, let's go to this other bar. And so we go into it, and it's like... There it is. (laughs) None of these are the lyrics. Anyways. Anyways. That's enough. We give Shaggy and Mungo Jerry way too much promotion. Way more. Um, So we go into this bar, and John and I are pretty open to, like, doing whatever. Like, we're always up for, like, any plans. We don't really care. Yeah. Kind of thing. But I never feel like you and I make bad suggestions. No, we're the best at everything we've ever done. Obviously. And so, needless to say, this wasn't a bad suggestion. That's why we're six gods. (laughs) Exactly. Needless to say, this wasn't a bad suggestion. I think, like, you and I were more comfortable with it than Sean was in there. (laughs) And so, we go into this bar, and it's like, we go behind this magic curtain, and then all of a sudden, I feel like I'm, like, all of a sudden shot to being back at Bob Marley's House of Ecstasy in Amsterdam. You know, it's probably good that we had Shaggy going because it was very, like, Rastafarian. It was very Rastafarian bar. It was so loud, Mm -hmm. right? And, like, John and I like our music loud. We like loud, like, really intense environments. But this was, like, there was nowhere to sit except for right beside the door, which was really shitty because it was a curtain. Yeah. And so... We, you guys got a pitcher of beer. I got Red Stripe, which is, like, my claim to fame in the summer. Um, and so we're just, like, ordering drinks. And it was, like, Sean just had a problem with it because he's, like, it felt oddly hipster. But I felt like I had to be, like, stoned in the bar to be in there and okay. Yeah, like, just to give you an idea, there's a radio station inside, and the radio station was called Girth. <laughs> yeah. But this was, like, the vibe. This is, like, the kind of music that was kind of going on, like... It's just like yeah, and it was like Rastafari it felt like a, like almost not like a black light, but like yeah. a dark blue light going on, and then like instead of regular seats, it was like a bathtub, 
Yeah. Stop. Anyway, that was Big Sugar, who I saw last weekend. It's a good sign. So, like, it was a really fun jam. I just felt like I had to be in a very different mindset to be in there. But I made, like, we all made different observations. But the one observation I met was um, in Toronto, there's, like, a very prevalent hipster population of individuals. And what I've noticed is that a younger generation of hipster tend to gravitate towards, like, Ossington and Dundas area and so I feel like the older hipsters now mm-hmm. go to like this side yeah. so like Sherborne the distillery <gasps> district Queen East Queen Central kind of thing yeah. and so to me it felt like that bar was filled with all like 30 plus hipsters yeah they, kind all, of thing. they all had their scarves on they mm-hmm. all had their little carnigans or yeah. like their funky Pharrell Williams hats and stuff yeah. like that. Needless to say, John and I were envious that we weren't dressed appropriate to be in there. I was wearing a big Rex sweater, and I was like, oh, I could have yeah. I could have used a scarf and or something I like that. I took off my cardigan and my scarf. You did. So it was like, that was a little unfortunate. But we didn't. We only stayed there for like a couple, like an hour, like a bit, hour, hour, and a bit. hour and a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just funny. It was like freezing. And then we ended up hauling ass home. And then we got home. And it was, like, pretty chill or whatever. But then the next day, we're like, oh, what should we do? Because it's, like, Valentine's Day. Yeah. But you and I are so chill. Like, we went to the gym. We did go to the gym. Oh, so there's always characters at the gym. Like, you've been doing yoga a lot, so you haven't been to the gym lately. I haven't been there in a bit. Mm -hmm. But we there was this one time, like, maybe last year, you and I would always go on the weekend. And there's this one guy. I want to call him, like... The uh, YMCA Desperado. He looks like an old Desperado kind of guy. He's got like this old man with this old ponytail. Yeah, like a pirate. Yeah, exactly. But first... In my head, he looks like Zorro. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. Zorro Desperado type Mm -hmm. thing. Like, um, what's that guy's name who's married to that chick? Antonio Banderas. Yeah, he was in Desperado, wasn't he? Yeah, probably. I'm thinking the Eagles song, Desperado. I love that song. Anyways, first things first, when you're like, I don't want to go in the women's change room, can you take my stuff? And the guy's one. I'm like, sure. I walk in, do I not see a 60 plus old man, gut out, butt naked, bent, like, bent over, like he's, his hands are around his ankles <laughs> bent over, trying to put on pants, like he's showing me his asshole. Ew. I'm like, no one has to bend over like that to put their pants on. Maybe so, he was doing yoga. Maybe. <laughs> And I walk, Pants, yeah. I always have a section I go into, and he was down the hallway I wanted to go into, mm-hmm. but he, we locked eyes and assholes. Ew. Like my eyes locked with his asshole and then his eyeballs, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go. Ew, down. wait, were you looking at his ass while he turned around and locked eyes with you, or did he turn around and then you locked eyes with him? No. So he, so I walk in and I see his big old butt facing my direction. He was in a hallway. He wasn't like next to a locker. And so if his butt's facing me, yeah. and he was grabbing his ankles, his head was turned looking back in my direction. Ew. So he looked at me looking at him, and he also noticed me, like, make a sharp left to go down a different area. And I went to this different locker, and the dude just, like, stared me in the eyes the whole time. So I was like, all right. So then I left. So I was like, that's great. There's some old naked guy who's (laughs) staring at me with his, like, three eyes. (laughs) And uh, so then we go back up, and there's one situation you had, like, a year ago where... rough. Old old desperado man. This old, old, like, super old. Frail looking. Frail looking Spanish dude. Ponytail wearing. Ponytail wearing. Have an ass. Right. He literally, okay, 
it, it's been a year, right? Like, I haven't gone to the gym, let's call it out, in a year, right? <laughs> and so... Well, I did finally find your gym card after I stole it away from the bed bug <laughs> yeah. situation, which so, happened a year ago. It's like, yeah, you know. So, I'm back at the gym, I'm like... We always do like 30 or 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. We always do 30 or like 45 minutes on cardio and then we'll move to weights. Pump weights. And so we're on different cardio machines or whatever, but John and I always time it out so we're on cardio for the exact same amount of time. Then we move in unison to the weights. I also like, sorry, I like, I hope people know this because sometimes I look at you and you look at me and we'll just like laugh or smile. And I always yeah. want people to think that we don't know each yeah. other. Because you were like different machines, then like I'll get off and you get off, then I'll walk over and talk and try and tell you a joke. See if people are like, is he picking up in here? I'm like, yeah, picked her up and took her home. My okay, so rewind just a little bit. So this okay, so just putting some stuff out there. John and I are a bit of germaphobes. Yeah. We're also we're not the biggest fan of like I don't even know like people in general. Like I'm not a prude. I just hate locker rooms, but I hate locker rooms for the same reason John does, but in a different overt way where it's like, I find in a women's change room, everyone is naked. And they're just spreading their monkeys. They're just like everywhere. Just like, oh, I'm on the phone naked. It's like, put on a fucking shirt. Put Mm. on a muumuu. Put on a towel. I don't care. But then I also equally hate the germ factor. So people with like fucking ass out will sit with their fucking bare ass on like all the equipment. Or all the stools. And I'm just like, that is disgusting. Like, I have to put my foot on that or something, right? To, like, lace up my shoes. Yeah. So, there's, like, like, this is not an exaggeration. About 18 elliptical machines. Yeah. Right? And it's exactly the same thing when you go to a movie theater. Where everyone ends up sitting in an empty theater beside John and I. Mm. So, I go on to an elliptical. There's nobody beside me on either side. For two machines. Yeah. Okay? All of a sudden, I literally am like three minutes in listening to Beyonce. And this dude, this old crotchety man, comes and stands beside me on one side. (laughs) This other chick comes and stands beside me on the other side. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? There's like... 14 machines all on the other side. Yeah. This old dude comes and stands beside me. He All he does is every, like, I'm always looking at his machine. Every, like, three minutes he starts coughing, but he doesn't cover his mouth at all. He's just, like, fucking skiing up this elliptical and, like, coughing, like, as if he's trying to catch his last fucking breath. Right? And I'm like, if I get sick again, because I've been sick every week for three weeks, I will fucking slap you off this elliptical, dude. Yeah. So either way. Fast forward, fast forward. More tens. You gotta rewind. You gotta tell what the Desperado guy did. That's what I mean. That's why I'm gonna go to that now. Yeah, but you gotta tell what he did like a year ago. Oops. She okay. said fast forward, but we technically gotta rewind. So rewind. So like a year ago when I last went to a gym, he, this guy, Desperado, old man, uh, gray hair, ponytail, I was like on some machine and like those people scout you. Right? So I'm on this machine, and he, like, kind of, like, starts hovering. And then I'm, like, I have my headphones on. So it's just, like, but John's point, he wears big headphones. The size of his headphones <laughs> directly correlate to how much he wants to interact with Thank you. Thank you. That's exactly right? what I said. Yes. Use Beats by Dre large earmuffs. Yeah, versus means I don't fuck with you. <laughs> versus my head, like, earbuds that are camouflaged by my hair. Exactly. So I'm, like, doing, like, these, like, um, what you call it, like, leg pushes or something and this guy comes over and he's like hey and i was like oh hi and this is my problem i feel the need to talk to everybody friendly and so he's just like so uh 
He's like, so how are you doing over here? And I was like, oh, good. He's like, I can show you how to do this properly. I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. And then he literally just, like, would not let up. And then it was kind of like being sold the gold package for the gym. Yeah. Where I'm like, no, no, please don't talk to me. And yeah. he would, like, not leave me alone. And he followed you to new machines. And he, he'd, everything. He'd be like, okay, let's count it out. One. No. Two. And then I was just like, I'm so self-conscious. And this is where I'm like... I kind of like the solidarity of yoga. Like, even though yeah. that bitch was, like, asking about my fucking carpet thing, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Nobody talks to me in an hour, right? Because yeah. you have to stay silent, right? If anything, I'm the asshole laughing, right? right. This scenario, I do not want to talk to anyone. So fast forward to Saturday. We go into the gym, and I'm like, yes, this guy's not here, right? John and I literally <laughs> crossed the cardio section to go to the weight section, I get on literally, look at one machine I want to do. Does our best friend fucking, like... Desperado. Desperado come, like, sauntering over into that section. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. So we were about to split off and do our own machine. But I'm like, I'll just stand next to you and I'll just count you out. So that way, like, oh, I'm spotting you. You're spotting Mm me. Thank you. And then he didn't... But he was, like, staring at you. I think he's like, oh, I remember this pretty lady. No, I just hate the fact that I'm just, like, leave, like... This is, I hate being bothered at the gym. Like, if I want you, I'll ask you for help. Exactly. Like, I, I do not come seek me out. I do not have, like, fucking, like, want to be a pro star athlete written across You don't know me. You oh, don't you know don't me. You don't know me. You don't know me. <laughs> but I know you. <laughs> so, needless to say, I think we did, like, five reps and left. <laughs> yeah, we got the hell out of there. So, that was, that was a fun afternoon. And then from Ooh. there, we went. And Fucked with some Boston, Boston pizza. pizza. We also noticed we were the fastest eaters at a restaurant in the world. Because it took us like, we left the house at like 8.15. And we were already at the subway station again by like 9.30. Yeah, 9.30. <laughs> I think we were in Boston pizza for like a half an hour. Like Probably. 45 minutes or something. But that was like, yeah. that was like, It's so funny. But yeah, I just wanted you to have your Boston pizza. No, I appreciate it. And the guy's just like, I'm so sorry. I don't have any, any more heart-shaped pizzas. I'm like, I don't care. Just give us a large pizza. He's like, but that's for three to four people. I'm like... You don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me. I need one, right? Give me a large You also pizza. brought up a valid point. What's We'd that? probably be paying more for that heart-shaped pizza, and it would probably be less pizza. It would be less pizza, because they'd be cutting out the heart it's shape. It's all arced and everything. What I want to know is, what do you do with the parts? Is it baked like that? I guess you could bake it like yeah, that. Or do you just, you like, do. cut it into no. a heart? Like, what happens to the leftovers, though? No, they probably bake it like that. Oh, okay. Um. So, either way, so then we come home, and we end up watching, this is another uh, Michael Fassbender I think oh, we watched watch. it before we left, but I'm, I'm like, jumping all over the place. That's okay. Uh, so, this is a really great time because a lot of our new shows are coming back. <laughs> um, and then it's also a great time because a lot of other shows are premiering. And so we're like, what should we watch? Because we wanted to go out for dinner. I was getting a little tired. I was also baking this, like, fucking world's longest apple cake. Um, so we're like, why don't we watch this new show on NBC called The Slap. And it's exactly what you think it is. It's about a slap. Yeah. And so the only reason why we wanted to watch it was we liked a lot of... There's, like, a lot of heavy hitters in the cast. The dude from Star Trek, like, our generation Star Trek, Spock. Spock. He was also in Heroes. American Horror Story. American Horror Story. uh, Zachary Quinton or something. Yeah. Uma Thurman is in it. Mm -hmm. Thomas Sodansky or something from the newsroom. Yeah. Don. He's in it. 
And so basically, this and the the main guy is uh, what's his face? Oh, Peter, Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah. From like a bunch of he's like he's a big movie star. Yeah, he is. Hold on. He's in like Garden State. Oops. Um, yeah, I think it's like usually if a movie starts coming to do a TV show, like more than one. Yeah, more than one. Like that should be a pretty good movie. He's, yeah, have some yeah. of his credits. He's in the slap. He's in the Killing, Blue Jasmine, uh, blah, 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 blah. Green Lantern, Orphan, Ew, Jarhead, <laughs> Garden State, etc. Yeah. So, needless to say, pretty big cast. It's a mini series. So, this show, like, this is the premise, is a once happy family suddenly begins to fall apart following a seemingly minor incident in which a man slaps another couple's misbehaving child. Yeah. So this is actually based on an, a really um, critically acclaimed, really high-rated Australian series of the okay. same name that did really well there. So what? how many Michael Fassbenders would you give NBC's The Slap? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fassbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy. <laughs> I give Michael Fassbender's, uh, I give it, this is being really, really generous. Mm -hmm. I give it a 5 out of 10. Wow, you gave it more than me. Really? Yeah, I you, give it only 4.5. Uh, maybe I should rejudge it. Like, I, maybe like 3.5. <laughs> no, I'll stick with 5 because it was awful, so I take out 5, but it was awfully entertaining at the same time. I think this is the problem, is that I found it almost more comedically entertaining, so it's like a train wreck that I will watch the next episode. Yeah. So the weird thing is, and this isn't giving anything away, it's called The Fucking Slap. This kid, exactly like the synopsis we just read, this kid gets slapped and it's not the parent who slapped him. It's like another like acquaintance of the parent, I think. Yeah, but this kid was being a dick. Like, he deserved to be slapped. So I guess it's like a big thing. I'm just joking. I don't condone slapping No, kids. so I think it's the big thing is it's like he wants to take the kid, the parents to court or whatever. But there are so many creepy elements and so many exaggerated elements of this series. So many funny elements. That I, I couldn't actually, I couldn't follow it sometimes. And so, okay, fact. I am the worst with accents. All right? They had subtitles. I don't even understand some of them. Like, it was Jesus. so concerning. Like, okay, so basically, I didn't even know if those people were Greek. They fucking sounded Italian at one point and Jamaican. <laughs> so they're, like, the grandparents apparently were Greek. Yeah. And so they lived up to every, like, blatant stereotype of Greece. Yeah. Okay? Then the wife was supposed to be British. Yeah. And I don't even know if that actress is, like, um, British in real life. I'm pretty sure she is. I only know her as the chick yeah, from Mission is. Impossible too. But I think it's like living up with the stereotypes, and I think it's the problem is is that they have to cram so much in 43 minutes. They just made her like actual um, dialogue so quintessentially stereotypical. It was like, "Good morning, love. Everything's brilliant. Yeah. Everything is crumpets and whatnot." Yeah. So she was annoying, and I just wanted to sl slap her. You want to slap her? Okay. Then the, okay. The creepiest was there's this other woman. I don't know what actress that is. And the main chick, who's the mother of the kid who gets slapped, yeah. she's like breastfeeding this 10-year-old kid. Yeah, it's like tits out, baby sucking on her. Ew, it's so gross. But then there's like one part where Uma Thurman comes out. She's like, oh, this is my date. And it's this guy with like the craziest hair I've ever <laughs> yeah. seen. I'm like, who is this guy? So it was like, there was so much going on that I, I couldn't even follow it to when the story actually slowed down. I'm like, oh... 
the kid got slapped. Yeah. Right? And so at one point I thought the kid was like gonna hit this other kid with a bat. Yeah. And that's why he would get slapped. But it seemed weird that he just got slapped. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. The kid was pulling up like flowers and shit. Breaking records. Breaking records. And then like Peter's there's like a weird uh voiceover going on throughout yeah. it. Yeah. Peter Sarsgaard's doing, like, he's hitting on, like, his 17-year-old babysitter. Yeah. He... It's kind of like a family version of House of Cards. It's like a really shitty family version of House yeah. of Cards. Just, like, I don't know. I'll, I'll give it one more episode. Yeah. It's only eight episodes, and so I think I read, like, every time we watch a new uh, series or, like, a movie, obviously, go both of us go and read about it afterwards. And what I read about the slap Australian version in comparison to the American one was that on, excuse me, on the Australian version, it's actually 60 minutes, right, versus 43 for network TV. Mm -hmm. And so what may seem like it's not a lot of time, 17 minutes to convey more information is a lot of time. So I think where I got confused was, like, who are all these characters? Like, I have no emotional ties to any of these people. And there's, like, 32 people in this house all of a sudden I have to pay attention to. If I had 17 more minutes to, like explain these fucking characters i might have more empathy for them you know who i was oddly attracted to in the show the grandmother (laughs) yeah you already know that's my joke (laughs) the the greek grandmother yeah so she's so sassy like she had a sassy tongue what else could she do so can we just go from from one new show to another brand new show we watched this week now we can't give any spoilers away for this one but we also just watched the first two episodes of Better Call Saul. Yeah, man. So how many fast benders do you give Saul? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael fast benders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy. I would give it right now a solid eight. Oh. Is that not good? Well, considering like a lot of the movies we've seen, I feel like a higher eight would but be But I think more... TV is different than a movie. Okay. So to me, eight's pretty high. It's also only two episodes in. That's true. Right? Like, we don't know what's going to happen. And so yeah. I think for me, because you say that Breaking Bad is your favorite television show. Yeah. Your, your opinion. Yeah, your whatever. No, not even standards. Your opinion of the show is biased. already... Yeah, it's already biased. Yeah, I'm not, I, I would give it probably like an 8.8. 8. I was, I was just really... You can read the description. So, no, basically, for those of you guys who hadn't watched Breaking Bad, which I totally feel like you guys should. It's an amazing series, so well written by Vince Gilligan. Better Call Saul is a spin-off prequel to Breaking Bad, and it follows the lawyer from Breaking Bad, Saul Goodman. Goodman. Um, so, Better Call Saul is... This is the synopsis from IMDb. It's the trials and tribulations of a criminal lawyer, Saul Goodman, in the time leading up to establishing his strip mall law office in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So it's really cool because there are a lot of Easter eggs about the Breaking Bad storyline in yeah. it. But what I said to like our friends Nick and Sean were that the Easter eggs are only a good addition to an already well-written script. Definitely. I just feel like I could watch this show for like five seasons. Like I liked, mm. always like Saul's character. He's not one of those people. It's like... When Friends ended and Joey got a show, it's yeah. like, what is this bullshit? Although everyone says, oh, the Joey show is horrible. Everyone says Episodes is really good. Yeah, well, that's because it's not based on, like, his, yeah. jo- his one-dimensional yeah. Friends character. Yeah, so I highly recommend. Yeah, uh, so IMDb so. actually gave uh, it 9.4 out of 10. Holy shit. Can you check with Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad. So that got 9.4. I bet you the happiest people is probably AMC, so, like, shit. Mm. Breaking Bad's How done. How much do you think Breaking Bad got? 9.2. Higher. 
9.8. Lower. 9.6. Lower. 5. Yeah. Wow. So 1.1 po- lower. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Can you see what Scrubs got? <laughs> now we're playing a new yeah. game. <laughs> I'm going to guess Scrubs got uh, 7.8, which it should totally get wow, higher. Wow, Scrubs came out like 15 years ago. Came out like 2001, I think, or 2000. Yeah. Bill, what At do you 7.8, I think. Higher. 8.4. Lower. Or higher. 8.8. Lower. 8.6. Lower. 8.5. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good, yeah. I, that's one of my favorite shows of all time, mm-hmm. so anyways. Uh, I, know we, we I don't know why we're doing this. Yeah, but, so. Um, yeah, no, I actually am really excited. It's definitely another show um, that's worth watching, especially while like some of our other quality programming is in hiatus right now. Like Walking yeah. Dead just came back. Um, but we're obviously waiting for like Bates Motel, yeah, Mad Men, um, Hannibal, Hannibal, the following, Catfish, Catfish, the Amazing Race, House of Cards House comes of back Cards. next week, so super exciting. Yeah. So I want to end this in a bit. I want to talk a bit so, of AKA watch Better Call Saul. Give a miss to the slap. Yeah, <laughs> if you're looking, if you uh, have a few drinks and you'll be great. Mm-hmm. Now, before we end this with uh, maybe some family day and, and squash talk, mm-hmm. since we're talking TV, we just watched the SNL 40th anniversary special. Yeah. Which was great. I just wanted to see what your opinion about that was. It's another thing I think a lot of people probably just watched as well. Yeah. So, I think it's, like, really interesting to watch Saturday Night Live. Like, um, they do on much more music, like, a lot of, like, tributes or they run a lot of the old episodes. Yeah. But it's 40 years, SNL. And they had, like, a ton of old cast members, new cast members, musical acts, everything. I felt like they were pandering to an older demographic, so more, more than likely, like, our parents' demo. Yeah. Um, because, like, Steve Martin was hosting it. And then, like, a Martin lot of... Shore Martin Shore. Yeah, like, they were bringing out, like, those kinds of heyday things. And I think it's only um, representative of the fact that that generation and... Like I think if we had if we didn't have cable, we wouldn't watch it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? For and sure. so I thought it was really good and it was awesome to see a lot of like the old cast. Um mm-hmm. and some of the old sketches that I really like from like the nineties and stuff. Cause I remember like when I wasn't allowed to stay out like super late yeah. and it would be like midnight and I'd be home. My parents were out, I'd go watch Saturday Night Live in their bed till they came home. Mm-hmm. It was awesome to see like Opera Man and like um, Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Old ones. Yeah, I loved seeing like Will Ferrell being back there. Yeah. Doing like the, the church people singing mm-hmm. the songs. That was great. I think the one thing I did like about it though was when they did like political sketches and then did a timeline of them all. Yeah. And then like sports ones because it was really fun to watch like all the different people play, like, the different presidents and stuff. And, yeah. like, um, whatchamacallit, like, I, I forever think, like, Will Ferrell's uh, Bush is amazing. Yeah. And then I really like, um, I think it's uh, Daryl Hammond's Al Gore. Uh, yeah. Even, like, his Bill Clinton. Bill good. Clinton's amazing. Um, I really like, I never actually saw this sketch, but I want to look it up now. The one where it's like the odd couple and it's like Bush and Gore living together. Oh yeah, I never really saw that one either. <laughs> that one was funny. Um, but obviously like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, Hillary Clinton and Sarah Palin was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of it? I thought it was really well done. I think some things went on maybe a little too long. I don't know, it was weird that they gave Eddie Murphy so much praise. I'm like... I'm like, the guy was, sure, he was great on SNL. He had some great movies, but I'm like... Was he the game changer? Was it, like, going downhill? Yeah, I believe so. I think, because if it started in 75, I think around, like, 1980, Lauren Michaels left for a few years. Yeah. And then they brought in, like, Eddie Murphy, who kind of saved things. Yeah. But I get he did, like, Beverly Hills Cop. He did, like, 
the Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor. He, he did all these great movies. Trading Space. Trading Space. But places. Places. But I'm like, he hasn't been relevant since like, and this being generous, like 2000. Like he did, also did a lot of shitty things like Norbit. Remember when yeah. he got busted for like, like transsexual hookers and stuff like that? I think so. But I think it's just like, if you're a game changer like yeah. that, and this is the thing, it's like, again, you're pandering to that demographic. Yeah. It's like, yeah, obviously Norbit's not huge. Yeah. But, like, most people aren't going to remember him for Norbit. They're going to remember yeah. him for, like, Raw or whatever the hell it is, right? Yeah. It was interesting. Like, I like the Wayne's World sketch, but the same thing. The part of me now is, like, I used to love Mike Myers. I love that. But, I no, I loved it. But the problem is I've heard so many stories about him being, like, a dick where it's, like, don't look at me. Like, I'm this great man. I've done all these great uh-huh. movies. It's just, like, he's, I'm like, I miss the guy who's just from, like, Scarborough. Like, yeah. local... Toronto guy. Yeah. And now I feel like he's so big. Like, I've seen interviews with him where he just seems so serious now. Really? Like, he was on, I think it was Kimmel or, or Fallon. He was on Fallon a few months ago. I'm mm-hmm. just like, uh, what happened? Like, I just, he got so big, I feel like. Yeah, that's fair. So, But no, I still obviously love, like, Wayne's World. Like, I love him, like, his yeah. movies, minus the love guru. <laughs> I read an article um, last night about him and Fred Armstein. Armstein? Oh, no, no, I hope I don't um, have hiccups. And, uh, oh, yeah, okay, that was your article. Oh, uh, why are you laughing? Uh, two things that just made me laugh. We were watching the slam dunk contest. Yeah. And they had a picture of Spike Lee. And you're like, oh, is that Spike Jones? No! And because, it's only funny because when we were watching, when Spike Jones got nominated <laughs> for, like, uh, a movie, you're like, oh, is that Spike Lee? <laughs> and then when it was Spike Lee, you're like, oh, is that Spike Jones? But I genuinely- I feel like I they should that. switch names. I won't say the other one then. <laughs> no, don't. I won't. So. That one just made me laugh because you just got them wrong both times. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, what do you call it? So the article is basically saying that those two are like really tight and they always felt like they weren't performing well enough for Lauren. Mm-hmm. But they also play sometimes like secret gigs in the city. Okay. And so they often call each other up to like sit in on it. Cool. Um, so I thought that that was really interesting. Like especially like we saw... For Miley Cyrus's performance, uh, Fred was, like, playing tambourine for that, but we yeah. all know he has a band, and Mike yeah. Myers is obviously, like, an actual musician, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was, like, equally long. And well, three and a half hours. Three and a half hours is a little bit, like, Grammy long. Yeah. But then there's also definitive points where they weren't cutting fast enough to, like, yeah. different things. So from a production standpoint... Yeah. I thought it would be a little different. Mm-hmm. I thought InSync was supposed to be there. I know. Uh, yeah, but at the same time, it's like, if you're Justin Timberlake, don't you want to be like, get the fuck away from me, InSync? Like, I am not... Yeah. I'm like, I'm a movie star. I don't know. It's, uh, so weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so let's... How about we quickly talk a little family day and a little squash, and we'll end this bad yeah, boy. Mom. How was your family day yesterday? <laughs> it's good. It was... It's always, like, a little chaotic now with, like, two little guys and, like... Um, us two little guys running yeah. around and stuff like that. But it was really nice to actually spend family day with family, I think is nice. So it was like all, I don't even know how many of us there are now. I don't know, ten, Like ten. Something like that. Um, ten of us in my parents' place and like obviously running around with Benjamin. It was like too cold outside. Yeah. Got to see Savannah. You finally got to hold her. Yeah, she's almost three months now. So she, she can hold her head up, which I feel like is awesome. And like pretty quickly she was able to do that. So now I'm like, if I don't have to worry so much about, like still support the head. Yeah. But she kind of like stays up on her own. So yeah. I, and she's not as tiny as she was two months ago. So Yeah, I, or I, even a month ago. Yeah. Um, but it was really nice to see everybody. We ate like a lot of food. 
Um, again, John tried to help my mom set up the podcast on yeah. um, her iPad, and then she got to hear a nice soundbite about his testicles. So <laughs> it, all, it all came full circle on family day. <laughs> and then today, we had a very big battle on the squash court. Ooh. So we, when we first started going to the gym, we were really big into squash. Yeah, I love playing squash. Like, it is actually, like... You will, if in 20 minutes, you'll probably burn more calories playing squash if you're doing it right than like doing regular cardio, like on an elliptical or something. Yeah, so I'd say it's been over a year since we played squash, yeah. and it was just a lot of fun. Like, we got back in there, and we should probably maybe look up the full rules because I don't think we've played by no, the full squash. No, but sometimes I like, like, our rules aren't like ridiculous rules. No, no, but it was a lot of fun. Like we don't wear goggles or helmets. No, we're not nerds either. <laughs> not squares. But um, you know, it was okay. No, go ahead. I was just no, 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 go. I was just gonna say it was a lot of fun to get back in the squash court, and it's like one of the best workouts because you're nonstop running around. You gotta be careful you don't get smacked in the face with a racket. So I feel like we both almost did that a couple times. <laughs> Or run into the wall without noticing, because I did that yeah. and, like, threw my shoulder. But, uh, it basically, we got three full games in there, and yeah. who won two out yeah! of the three games? Champion! Champion over here. And now, what happens when you win the end of the series? What do we do at the end of uh, Squash? <laughs> so, I think two years ago, we started watching on Music Plus. Yeah. Right? There was this show called Silent Library, which you introduced me to. Mm -hmm. And I think we've spoken about this show, like, um, like numerous seasons ago yeah. and it basically is you're in a library and you have to do different activities but you're not allowed like they're obviously like painful activities <laughs> but you're not allowed to like make any sound because you're judged on like a laughometer. Yeah. so you're with six of your friends somebody gets pulled to do the actual dare I guess and then all your friends are like shh 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 at the end of it while you're getting like tortured yeah so when we play squash Whoever loses, we're like, silent library, and the person has to go stand against the wall with the racket in front of their face while the other person gets to hit the ball at them. Yeah. And usually you get, like, three chances to do it. Yeah. So because I won again this time, John had to go stand against the wall, and you're so funny because you're like, no, you have to go further. I'm like, I don't think so, You dude. were maybe 10 feet, and you whipped it at me the first time. <laughs> like, you were super close. Luckily, you just missed me. <laughs> you you missed all three times, thank God. Yeah. But you were, like, have, like when I've done it to you, I do it softly. No, so, you don't. There's one time you, like, nailed me in the leg. <laughs> oh, bullshit. Yeah. You were going for blood, though. Like, let's be honest. Because it's so funny, right? I think even, like, we told Sean, and Sean's like, do you guys seriously do this? And like, we're of like, course. Of course we That's do. That's why you got to play to win. Exactly. And I was like, this shit just makes things more entertaining. And so <laughs> there was one time I think I nailed you in the junk. Oh, you def definitely did. It so hurt. I, I felt so bad. I really always feel bad because we're such assholes in there. And the top of a squash court is actually open to, like, yeah. the public. People can watch So, it. like, I swear so much when we're in there. But we also are like, let's not let anyone see us playing silent live band. Yeah, you have to be careful because you're not allowed to do this. Like, so there were these two girls, and they weren't really running. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. They were, like, skipping. They were, like, skipping. It's like, what is this bullshit? Yeah, I know. So there's, like, a 42-year-old who very well could have been 12, and then, like, a 12-year-old that very well could have been 58, <laughs> yeah. like, skipping down the hall outside, like, the squash court. And so every time John would be like... Stop! Wait, let's pretend we're playing again. Yeah, we had to. So it was just so funny. So it felt like even more intense because we were on a timeline. Yeah, and then as soon as we left, I'm like, my body was aching. Like, oh, it was intense. Oh, we forgot to mention what happened Saturday after we left the damn gym walking home. 
Oh my god. So I swear there was a period where like every time I'd leave the gym on a Saturday, there'd yeah. be some protest across the street. So I couldn't even sober. Like we live pretty close to the gym. We're like live across the street. Yeah. Not gonna say where we live, but anyways. All these times. I love that you always have to put that out. Maybe just don't say where we live. Now that we're one of Toronto's best podcasts. <laughs> but there was a damn protest that was like, we just had to cross the street. And it was only in the section where we were crossing. I know, it was like, so crazy. Like a like, couple hundred people there. This always happens. Where John and I just like try to go grocery shopping, go to a diner, go to the gym. And we can't get home. Yeah. And it's fucking freezing. First of all, I don't have real pants on. Because <laughs> I refuse to buy real pants for gym. So I'm wearing like capris. So like. And like what? minus 30 degree minus weather. Minus 30 degree weather. Like my fucking shins and ankles are freezing. And we're standing here watching like this like movement like protest going by. And like they're just squatting, just hanging out. Yeah. And so we're like, Ugh. Can we come through, please? So that was okay. We managed to get through unscathed. Which resulted in us recording this week's podcast. Dun, dun, dun. And I think we're at an hour 20. Well, should we end this bad boy? Yeah, man. So this is episode 10. We only have two episodes left this season. Well, baby. This season went by super quickly. Yeah. Uh, Tell us on about your Valentine's Day stuff. We yeah. like to hear from you guys. Did you go out? Did you stay in? Yeah. Did you guys get any Tiffany tiaras or things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to Tom Perry 88 who just followed me on what? Twitter. Uh, yeah, let us know your Valentine's Day, your family day plans. Yeah. What, you do. what do you do to beat this cold weather? All if that you're shit. in Toronto and listen to the podcast, show up to the pod, pod camp. Ca- pod camp at Ryerson. Yeah, it's uh, this upcoming weekend, February, I don't know, 23rd, 24th, whatever the Saturday, yeah. Sunday is this week coming up. John and I will be there. Yeah, and we'll be giving out free daps. What's that? Hand fist oh, I was like, we have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, but let's get into this week's band of the week. Actually. Who is it? Introduced to us by Mr. Sean Puff Batty. Yes. He said he listened to this band because he got nominated to uh, for a bunch of Grammys. Now, what's how do you pronounce? Is that Roy? Roy, is that Roy, Roy Scott? Roy Scott. So it's R O Y K S O P P. Yeah. Roy, they're kind of spelled like all Icelandic. Yeah. I th- they're basically they sound they're kind of like dancey, Daft Punk, Phoenix, Electronica. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's an album they have called From the Understanding. It's from a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And the song I like a lot, it's called What Else Is There? Yeah. And it's a really cool female singer. It's upbeat, dancey. I think the one thing I like about this band mention is that we were listening to a record I got John over the oh, weekend. Oh, yeah, it's great. Um, from the Decemberists, and then Sean's like, oh, check out this Roy Scott band. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'll try and download it. And yeah. then we switch from the record to, like, Apple your TV, iPod yeah. and go to Apple TV. And, like, all of a sudden you're scrolling through and you actually <laughs> have the music. And Sean's like, how do you already have it? It's like, John clearly downloads more music than he's aware of. Yeah, and so that's the song I already have, the one we're going to play. Yeah, which is really good. We listened to it commuting like a bunch yesterday. Yeah, so the song of the week by the band of the week is What Else Is There Boy by Roikskop. Yeah, which we're probably bastardizing and it's probably a silent R. Yeah, but uh, anyways, that's the podcast this week. We'll be back again next week. Follow us uh, on Twitter and your Instagrams. I'm at Malencamp. I'm at Val Gomez 23. Holla at us on Facebook.com slash Live605. And thanks, everyone, who voted for us as Toronto's number one podcast. We'll keep you posted. Yeah. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I'm Val. All right.
John Mallon. And Val Gomez.